You know that sound. It's time for the Pickle Boys podcast with your host, Reggie Staggers and Peppy Pascalitis. What's up, Pickleball Nation? <laughs> Welcome back, Pickleball Nation. I'm Reggie Staggers along with my co host, Pepe Pascalitis, here. And this is the Pickle Boys podcast where we're here to enlighten, inform, educate, and entertain our listeners about the game of pickleball. Today we have two special guests. Tell them who our guests are today. So excited to have our special guests in the house, Jennifer Miller, who is the treasurer of the PG County Pickleball Club, and her partner in a lot of tournaments, 50 tournaments I understand under their belt so far, Liz Woodruff, who is the level two official who we've interviewed already with the rule changes that have come about in the game this year. We're going to have them come up soon, but before we do that, we're going to have our special segment call. Ask Liz. Okay, Liz, this question is, under what circumstances can an official make a server replay the serve? Okay, that's a good question because that's a new rule this year that if the referee is not sure whether or not the server has imparted spin on the ball or if the three components of the drop serve, which is the volley serve, which is your paddle is moving upward and that the paddle head is below your wrist and that the ball is hit below the waist. So if if the referee is not sure of any of those things, they can ask for a replay. If they're sure, though, they will call you a fault. So the same idea holds true for the bounce serve. If the referee is not sure that any force was imparted on the ball, if you kind of threw it down a bit, can again, he or she can ask for a replay if they're not sure. But again, if they're sure, they will call a fault. All right. Thanks again, Liz. You're welcome. And now we're ready to take a slight break. So don't go anywhere right now. And when we come back, our interview with two wonderful ladies who have gotten together and started playing tournaments, Elizabeth Woodruff and her partner, Jennifer Miller. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a few moments with the Pickle Boys podcast. What's up, Pickleball Nation? Thinking of getting yourself a new paddle this holiday season? Well, I just have one thing to say to you. Stop overpaying. Go to Pickleball Plus. They are your one-stop shop for all things pickleball. They have paddles, balls, nets, bags, shoes, you name it, they've got it. And all at a huge discount. So stop overpaying. Pick up your phone and call this number here, 240-273-8246. Or email them at pickleballplus at aol.com. Or visit them online at pickleballplus.net. Tell them the Pickleball sent you. Welcome back, Pickleball Nation. It's our pleasure today to introduce two outstanding players, beautiful women as well. Jennifer Miller, who's the treasurer of the PG County Pickleball Club, and our returning level two official, Liz Woodruff. Welcome. Thank Thank you. you. We have a few questions. I'm going to start with you, Jennifer. Tell us about how you two met. We always see you playing together. We hear you do tournaments together. And we're wondering, where where did the history start? Well, a few years back, about uh, 2018, I had just started playing pickleball. And it was up in Severna Park. Yes. And this woman came up to me out of the blue. The strange woman. Yes. And said, how old are you? <laughs> That's true. And I was thinking to myself, well, that's a weird question to ask somebody brand new you've never met. And anyway, I believe I told her um, 
Oh, I think you might have said yeah, what year. I said, I said, no, no, I, I don't really want to know no, how old you are. I want to know what year you were born in. So I told her I was born in 1949, and I've never seen anyone get so excited. <laughs> and she said, yay, do you want to play together? And I said, sure. And she goes, how about doing the Maryland Olympics? And I never knew there was such a thing. Of course, I couldn't wait to get home to tell my husband, you're not going to believe this, but I'm going to play in the Maryland Olympics. <laughs> yes. And the rest is pretty much history. I was looking for someone of in my age bracket because in the Senior Olympics, there are five-year age brackets. So if you're lucky enough to find somebody who was born in the same year you were born in um, and can play together, then you neither have to play up nor down, either one of you. So that was my um, motivation for that. Odd, Odd question. question. Yes. Tell us about how you prepare for recreational play versus tournament play. What are the differences? What are the similarities? I would say in recreational play, uh, we I do, and I think Liz probably does too, try different shots, you know, work on like a drop shot or um, third shot drops, volleys, uh, different serves that sort of thing that I might not take that chance or in a game. Yeah, and and I mean we I mean we always warm up a bit before we play, but we try to do a number of a variety of shots just sort of and I jump around and stuff just to kind of get warmed up a bit before I play. How about stretching? Nobody talks about stretching. How important is that? I know. Very important, but I confess I don't do it as I should. I used to. I used to always stretch before, but now it's hurry up and get there and play. But yeah, I try to stretch a little bit. Hopefully our listeners are stretching before they get out there and play. Absolutely. I need to. The older you get, the more you need to stretch. Absolutely. Absolutely. Warm up. Get those yes. muscles going. Yeah. And again, another question for either one of you. How far of a distance are you willing to fly or drive to participate in these Senior Olympics or other tournaments? Well, it, uh, the Senior Olympics will pretty much go all over the country mm -hmm. wherever it's been we've been to albuquerque that was probably farthest we went to uh fort lauderdale what? and then we've been to pittsburgh that's with the national senior olympics in maryland it's usually what just a couple hours yeah we tried maryland virginia pennsylvania area and delaware mm -hmm. yeah delaware but not much farther than that and we hope to play uh in february in the ocean city Tournaments. Yes, yeah. Great. Do you have a, a tally of how many tournaments you all have been in together? Any guesstimate? I'd say at least 50, or, you know, yeah, pretty many. And But a lot of them are local. A lot of them are fairly small tournaments where they lump us all together. <laughs> so that's always exciting. Tell us how long it takes for you to settle down into your groove on, on a typical game. Is it more nervous when you're in a tournament? Does it take longer? Absolutely. Depends on the tournament, too. I would say, yeah. like uh, the Senior Olympics, it's a little more, you know, nerve-wracking. Stressful, yeah. yes. We take at least, and in, in even almost in any tournament we're in, it takes us about uh, a full game before we're kind of settled down and not doing goofy things. And focusing. Stuff and can be Yes, focusing, being able to focus. Um, and that's just, you know... That's just the way it goes. Watching your opponents and trying to figure out strategies, are you able during any of these tournaments to kind of scope out who your opponents might be and try to figure out this is what we need to do? 
Yeah, we do that, especially while we're playing. We can uh, see who might be the weakest and then target them. Sometimes it works. If it doesn't, then we switch to the other player. Yeah, so we try. And then when we're in between games, if we can find out um, who our next opponents will be, we try to go watch them play so that we just get a feeling for how they play, um, the weaker, the stronger player. players. Yeah, so yeah, we try to check it out. Great advice. Uh, how long do you think... It's, it's how many more years do you think you can be competitive at this sport? Gosh, I hope I'm still at, up in my 80s. Oh, yeah, I was just going to yeah. say, I w in the Senior Olympics. As long as yeah, yeah. yeah, in the Senior Olympics in Pittsburgh, I was refereeing after our portion of the tournament was over. I stayed a couple extra days and I was refereeing. And there were players in the 90s, in their 90s, who were playing. In fact, Archie won a gold medal. Um, and singles, I think it was singles. I don't. I shouldn't say that. I don't know if it was singles or not. But yeah, he got a gold medal. Um, there are not many ninety-year-old players, but there you go. Yeah, maybe if we'll you show be. up, you get a, you get a medal. But he's yeah. As long as we can keep walking and exactly, it's fun. Never stop. I always say, never stop playing. Keep going. So when you ladies. Um, got together. How did you hear about the, the PG Pickleball Club? I think it might have been after we played here in the, our first Maryland Olympics was here. Uh, and that was in 2018. Yeah. And I know we had joined another local club, but then I think we ended up coming here and playing. And Yes. Yeah. That's probably about right. And, and how do you feel about the club? I mean, do you enjoy the, the people? Oh, I love the club. Yes, I mean, we keep... <laughs> yes, and I'm sorry I told so many people because it's just grown by leaps and bounds. <laughs> well, I think that I think that's good, but it's it means you have to wait a little bit longer to play, you know. But I, yeah, the people are just so welcoming. They are. It's just, you know, it's just... And no really matter what nice level, group. everybody exactly. is willing exactly. to play with you, help you. It's, it's just a nice, nice club. Yeah, I agree. So how did you become treasure of the club how did that work well the one year they were looking for a treasure no one would volunteer and I kept thinking Jesus is such a nice club why not you know and they said it would be like two years but I think I'm going on my third year <laughs> here but and as long as they need me I'll keep doing it I don't mind it's kind of fun to be a part of this club that's great and both of you have children that play I know Liz you have a son Richard, who's in New Mexico now, but he also plays, yes. and you have a daughter. That just started, yes, yes. She used to make fun of me, but now she knows how I got hooked. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what my son did, too, because I talked about pickleball and until he started playing, and then I couldn't keep him off the court, so yeah. it was just like, <laughs> mm -hmm. and he was hooked. So everybody you think that joins the club is basically, they come in, they can learn how to play if they're a novice. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. And then we do have, um, like, Cindy and Bob and people willing to work with them and help them with their strokes and things like that. I would say that's a wrap for the Pickleball Nation. Thank you again for listening. And we had a lot of great input from our guests today. Liz and Jennifer, thank you again for coming. Well, thanks, thanks for, for having, having us. us. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a few moments with the Pickle Boys podcast. Welcome back to the Pickle Boys podcast. Back to your host, 
Hey, Peppy, wasn't that a fantastic interview with these two ladies? Another entertaining, informative, educational interview with the two outstanding players, part of the Pickleball Nation here, part of the PG County Pickleball Club. They have filled us in on some great information. Absolutely. So thanks again for tuning in to the Pickle Boys podcast. We'll see you again next week. Thank you for listening to the Pickle Boys podcast. I'm your announcer, Christ Style. The Pick-A-Boys podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts.